This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. The Buck Sexton Show. Guy Benson, he is townhall.com's political editor. He's also a Fox News contributor and author of End of Discussion. Mr. Benson, good to have you, sir. Hello, Buck. Good to be back. Um, last night, there was a dinner with Trump and Romney. What was what was going on there, you think? What, what, was, what was the first course like? Well, no alcohol. We know that for sure. Uh, neither man drinks. So oh, and I, I forgot about that. Good point. Yeah. So, I mean, a very sober conversation. Um, and I think, look, I was asked about all this Romney stuff uh, on Fox yesterday, and basically this is where I've settled. To me, either Mitt Romney is the front runner for this job, for the State Department, um, or Trump is really setting him up for a giant, embarrassing public snub as sort of punishment and retribution uh, for Romney's role as probably the most vocal and prominent uh, never-Trump Republican in the country. Um, it's uh, To me, I really don't think there's much in between. Like, I can't, it's possible, I guess, but I really do feel like either Trump is very close to picking Romney or may, very, very serious about picking Romney, or this is sort of a, an exercise in vindictiveness. I was going to say, could this be a giant, a giant exercise in trolling Mitt Romney publicly? Yes. I, you know, I, I don't think that that is unreasonable. I mean, keep in mind, people are like, oh, that's ridiculous. I'm like, excuse me. The day after Donald Trump won the Republican nomination for president, during an event where he was giving a speech thanking volunteers at the convention, he went back into the Ted Cruz, JFK, father scenario, conspiracy weirdness, uh, and ranted about it for a while. Like, this guy, even when he's won, he has a vindictive streak. It's one of the things about his character that, that worries me. But, uh, again, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm undecided on which direction this thing's headed. I, I do believe, having talked to some folks and then, you know, read other people's reporting as well, it sounds like Mike Pence is like cheerleader number one for Mitt Romney as Secretary of State. Um, and I think, you know, Pence has gotten very close with Trump um, and is, is influencing Trump's thinking. So I guess I'm leaning a little bit in the direction of this is serious and he could gain Mitt uh, to be Secretary of State. And frankly, if he did that, I don't think Mitt Romney is necessarily the most qualified person to be Secretary of State. I think he's smart and capable and, um, you know, a patriot and statesmanlike and would, you know, is respectable. He would do a, a fine job. I think he'd do a better but job if, than Kerry. I, I hear you, but 
I think you do better. Do- no, well, well, that, but, that, but that's, of course, my political proclivities coming out there, because you could argue Kerry's been on, what, Senate Armed Services or whatever he's been on in the Senate. Go ahead, Guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no problem. Um, but I do think it would say something good about Trump if he were to pick Romney uh, for Secretary of State. It would, it would send a signal that, look, there was no one in America who was harsher and more consistently negative about Donald Trump on the Republican side of the aisle, um, and, and very outspokenly so, than Mitt Romney. And if Trump is able, uh, you know, who is, who is known for his thin skin, if he's able to sort of transcend that and put Romney and install Romney in such a prestigious, important, powerful position to sort of bury the hatchet, that would be a signal saying, like, look, it's, I have to put the country ahead of sort of the way that I have conducted myself throughout my adult life and certainly during the campaign, I think that would be a, a very positive signal. Now, the other question... I, I, be, can I just say, I just want to, I want to jump in, Guy, just yeah. say that I've always thought that the best thing, and well, who knows whether Trump would do this, but the only way to really make never Trump, well, to go, let's just get beyond never Trump in terms of bringing mm-hmm. together the Republican Party, would be reconciliation and results. What you're talking about with Romney, that would be a huge step, I think, towards reconciliation, towards showing that, look, the primary was the primary. Now the Republican Party's uh, at a period where it needs to come together because it needs to get results. And if Trump extends that hand and also shows that he's doing some good things, that's how I think people that's how I think the party comes together. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I think that's very good analysis. And that's part of the reason why. So I've actually been pushing for Romney to go to the VA because I think Romney is a turnaround guy who takes dysfunctional organizations and fixes them. And I think that our veterans deserve really good management at the VA to whip things into shape. But it, it sounds like another a friend of mine, Pete Hegseth, might be uh, the leader in the clubhouse for that. Position. Wait, Major Pete is up for VA secretary? I, I saw the Daily Caller was reporting that today. Major um, Pete? We got to get Major Pete on it. I didn't know this. He's now, he, like, like you, guy. He is a beloved. He is a beloved official Freedom Hut guest. I mean, I'm like shocked. I oh, didn't know terrific. this. Yeah, he's a terrific. Now, I I don't know if this is true. It was just something that got floated, um, and and you know, based on sources or whatever. But it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, you know, he's a charismatic young face and a great voice for veterans, being himself a veteran. But anyway, my point going back to Romney was. If you put Romney in a big position, let's say Secretary of State, another one that I've written about was, and I think the most important pick Trump is going to make is the Supreme Court pick, because that's a lifetime appointment as opposed to, you know, four or eight years or whatever it might be. And one of the folks that I've been really pressing hard on is Mike Lee, who I think would be an absolutely outstanding candidate for the Supreme Court uh, on almost every level, including the fact, by the way, that he's 45 years old. That certainly helps. Um, but he and he's a also, jur- he's a conservative jurisprudence super nerd, and I mean that affectionately. It's true. I absolutely, mean, uh, and and he has wonderful temperament. He's got some bipartisan cred on some things. Um, he's very sharp, rock solid, I, young. I, I just think he would be a terrific pick, and it would also be in the same vein of what you were talking about. He would Mike Lee would embody both results and reconciliation because you remember at the convention he was one of the guys literally screaming his objection. Uh, on the floor and the whole rules thing is he wasn't trying to at least get a vote with an opportunity maybe to, uh, you know, disrupt the Trump nomination. He was a and is a big, big critic of Donald Trump. If if Trump were to then turn around and name the lead of the court, that would be such an olive branch to never Trumpers. It would also signal to the left 
saying, look, I'm putting someone on the court. You may not agree with his worldview or his judicial philosophy, but he is not beholden to me. He is not, you know, some lackey of mine. And it would be such an unquestionably outstanding result from a conservative perspective to have a constitutionalist, a young, smart constitutionalist like Mike Lee on the court. So I I must say that, you know, Tom Price was a great pick at HHS. Yeah, let's talk about Uh, that for a second. I know you wrote about this on townhall.com. Why why do you like Tom Price so much for HHS secretary? So a couple reasons. Uh, The first is he from the very beginning, was one of the Republicans who wasn't just opposed to Obamacare, which of course he was, he's been one of the leaders in the fight, but he was, even all the way back in 2009, he was presenting alternatives, like legislative language bills, not just saying, we need something better, and, you know, uh, competition within the states, and health savings accounts. It was a very specific, comprehensive plan. So when Democrats were saying, including our president, who continues to say this, that Republicans had, you know, no plans of their own. That has always been a lie, and Tom Price has been the leader on that. He has thought in great depth and at great amounts of time about how to replace Obamacare. Uh, he was also, and, and he works, he has a great relationship with Paul Ryan. I think the two of them would work very closely and have a very similar vision about repeal and replace, which I think would be uh, terrific in helping to steer the administration, the messaging, and shepherd this thing through Capitol Hill. And also, after Paul Ryan went to Ways and Means from the Budget Committee, uh, Tom Price was the Budget Committee chairman. So he's also a debt hawk. He's also a guy who understands the arcane stuff like reconciliation when it comes to parliamentary tactics, but also the, the wider fiscal picture, and he sees it with very clear eyes. So I think, you know, between his leadership on Obamacare replacement and his deep knowledge on the budget level, those are two very good signs. And then also he happens to be, he's a medical doctor, he's a surgeon. Uh, he can talk about these issues from the experience of someone who has treated many patients over the years. I think that is helpful. And I just happen to know a couple of folks who've worked for him who say he is just a, a wonderful, wonderful human being, which you can be a wonderful person and a bad leader. Um, but if you're a wonderful person who inspires loyalty and respect and you're a good leader, that's that's a good combination, and I think Tom Price has it. By the way, what's the latest guy on the Jill Stein recount extravaganza? Sure. I mean, it's, it's st- you know, uh, update, still stupid. Um, it's going nowhere. It was always going nowhere. Um, it, there's, I've seen disputed reports that they may have even missed the deadline in Pennsylvania. The Democratic election chief, in Pennsylvania said there's no irregularities at all um, that they've found in their state. The the guy who runs the elections in Wisconsin, who's also a Democrat, was like, uh, we did a statewide recount in 2011 during the whole recall thing, and that changed a grand total of 300 votes. Uh, and Trump won Wisconsin by 22,000-some-odd votes. I mean, this is, this is a scam with Jill Stein bilking people. Uh, for their money, which could be much better spent, you know, actually, you know, helping poor people and the sort of things that. Can, can uh, you explain to people like what, what? Let's. There's been this talk about how she may not use the money for the recount. How does that work? Let, let's say that she was bilking people. What? So she gets to raise this money and then do what with it? Well, she she said that she couldn't guarantee that it would go to the recount. I think in Wisconsin it is because they were able to secure that. They're pushing in Michigan. They're pushing in uh, Pennsylvania as well. And, I mean, here's the other thing, Buck, by the way. Let's say it's not going to happen. Trump won 
Trump won Pennsylvania by like 70,000 votes. Michigan is probably the closest at 10 or 11,000. But again, this would take massive numbers of votes changing. It's not going to happen. If it did, let's say they recounted and discovered tens upon tens of thousands of new votes for Hillary Clinton and none for Donald Trump, and the results flipped in both Pennsylvania and Michigan, or Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, or Michigan and Wisconsin, any two of those three, you add that together, she still loses to Trump. Um, and, and one thing no one's talking about is New Hampshire. The closest state, which Hillary won, is New Hampshire. That was like 2,700 votes or something like that, much closer than any of these Trump won states that the left is yelling about recounts. How about a recount? If we're going to waste time and money, how about New Hampshire, where it was super close? And the Senate race was even closer. Uh, it's, it's just a – I guess it's sort of fun to ridicule and mock, especially considering that the left was all furious and just pronouncing itself horrified and scandalized by Donald Trump leaving his options open and hedging on the question of accepting the results of the election. Uh, and now here we are weeks later, and, and the Clinton people have sort of signed on because they don't want to take off their base, but they're also telling reporters, well, you know, we don't really think this is going to go anywhere. Um, and, of course, Jill Stein, arguably a spoiler to begin with, now being sort of the leader of this effort is is hilarious. Um, but, look, Trump won. It's over. Uh, and I think Trump would be well advised to stop tweeting about it. <laughs> tweeting about how he really did win the popular vote, but there were a bunch of illegal votes. Like that's yeah. What nonsense. was with the three million illegal votes thing? I mean, so even in a Trump world, I, I just didn't get it. Where's where's he getting that number? Nowhere, right out of his rear end. Um, he's like this. Hey, this looks good. I'm going to say it. Um, the much better argument that he made was a few days prior on Twitter, and this is the argument that I've been making, and I have actually a post at Townhall.com today giving conservatives four responses to liberals who keep obsessing about Hillary Clinton and the popular vote. And it's sort of like, all right, if they're going to keep beating that drum, here are four things to come back at them with. Um, and one of them is Trump made the point, and this is the most important one, he won the popular votes in 30 separate statewide elections, which is how we determine the presidency. If the system were different, and we determined who won based on the popular vote nationally, both parties, both campaigns would have completely different strategies going in. It, so there's saying that Hillary won the popular vote is even more meaningless than meets the eye. There's less than meets the eye. Not only is it not the system, if it were the system, the plan of attack for Donald Trump would have been completely different. And you know, we've, we've seen she outspent him by double. She outspent him two to one overall, and he still beat her. You don't think that he could have managed to find a way to win the popular vote if that was the goal? I mean, that's ridiculous. That's the point he should stick with. Yeah, I mean, he would have. Then all of a sudden, there's no such thing as a state, a major blue state that a Republican writes off because the more votes you can get in that state, the better, right? So you put a tremendous right, amount like, of resources like even into states you would lose like New York and California. Exactly. That's exactly right. Um, and, and you also go to Texas and you try to squeeze every last vote that you can out of Texas and the deep south and places where all these states that got, you know, very little attention, you would then, again, you would overhaul the entire playbook and, and start from scratch, but that's not the system, that's not in our Constitution. The goal, as everyone knew, was to win the Electoral College. That is how Hillary campaigned, that's how Trump campaigned, and Trump, Trump beat her. 
Um, and if you really want to troll the left, you can say, look, she tried to she tried to buy the election with lots of money from millionaires and billionaires and outspent him in the money in politics race by a two to one margin because they're all against money in politics except their money in politics where they consistently outraise and outspend conservatives who are supposedly the evil beneficiaries of money in politics. She crushed him in the money race and he, you know, used his money more surgically and went over, you know, went over the media's head and, and ran an, a non-traditional campaign and, and he beat her. And that's, I think, part of what the Clinton people are still in denial about. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just, they just cannot accept this. I mean, you're, you're just stating the reality, Guy, and they are in reality denial in a big way still. Guy Benson yep. is townhall.com's political editor. You can follow him on Twitter, and you also should check out his book, End of Discussion, and watch him on Fox News. Guy, great to have you. Thanks, my friend. All right, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. The Buck Sexton Show. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.